welcome back to the show, brother. Good to have you guys aboard. We're going to do the WrestleMania 38 breakdown. You have the usual crew, Scott and Scott, of uh, Back to the Window with Scott and Scott. Of course, I'm Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. He's Scott Reichel, senior handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. We have a couple of other guys that you may or may not recognize. Of course, Chris King over there from Just Parlays. Chris, you got some wrestling parlays worked up for uh, this show? Sure, why not? And you introduced me wrong. I'm I'm the host of this show, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Oh, there you go. Sorry, my 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 bad, <laughs> my bad. And uh, that laughing is the uh, is the, the uh, inevitable white dot, all the way from the great state of Maine. He's a Maine. It's uh it's Dave the Dominator Hess. What's up, buddy? Hey, how you doing? Looking we... looking forward to it. WrestleMania season. Yep, yep. Should be uh. Should be fun. Two night events, Saturday night, Sunday night. Of course, it's available on the Peacock Network. Um, Scott, I'll start with you. What match are you most excited about? Uh, for me, if I had to pick which match, it's going to have to be the Roman Reigns one. I mean, that's going to be uh, obviously the most anticipated one because you have another clash, which feels like, I don't know, the 40th time these guys have gone at it, but Roman Reigns might actually have a chance at winning this time. So if I had to pick one match, I feel like that's the one because I know the UFC has a unification fight when you have two champions that go at it. I don't know if it's the same term in WWE, but both of them have belts. So that's good enough for me. Okay, very good. Uh, glad that we talked about keeping it short. Good job. Um, Thank you. <laughs> Chris, what are you most excited to see? Well, I mean, obviously, we're not going to see any replications of uh, Ricky Steamboat and Randy Savage here from 1987, uh, which is disappointing. You know, from a from an interest from a different perspective, I want to see how Pat McAfee does. Uh, you know, we've seen him in the NFL as a punter. Now he's a commentator. He's definitely better than Michael Cole. Uh, but then again. I could find a whole bunch of things like paint drying that's better than Michael Cole as an announcer. Uh, he's going to take on Austin Theory, who uh, is basically the latest uh, flunky for Vince McMahon. Um, I think that's going to be an interesting match. Of course, everybody I know, I'm sure Rachel is excited to see Johnny Knoxville uh, take on Sami Zayn as well. I'm Not like bringing in people that were, that were relevant, uh, you know, a decade ago. I mean, why don't we just get Pete Rose back out here? Why is Knoxville not not against Logan Paul? That's the real question, you know? <laughs> just have a celebrity free-for-all. I'm, I'm guessing point. because you need one person that knows what the hell they're doing in the ring no, so no, both, that's the both of you don't that's get hurt. Point. Instead of ruining two separate matches with amateurs, you just put them together and you form one just colossal failure in the middle of the card. Terrific. I don't know how you're not on staff at WWE. Dave, bring some wrestling right, perspective. Because their writers have a, a lifespan of about six months. They don't last long, and they they don't pay well, and they don't last long. That's a that's a grind gig. Dave, who's your uh, your the favorite that you want to see this weekend? Uh, I'm looking forward to Edge versus AJ Styles. I think that's going to be a, a a hell of a match. I, I you know Edge Edge now is is after the last pay per view he he was a a baby face and now he's turned heel and. A heel edge is pretty fun to watch. So, all right, very the good. The bad news is we all picked stuff from Sunday, which means we don't really like the first day too much. Well, I mean, there's a uh, my favorite is actually 
from the first card and the first night, and that's going to be Drew McIntyre and Happy Corbin. I just want to see if Drew McIntyre gets the sword out. Mm, he keeps he keeps swinging that sword around like he's going to use it on somebody. Can uh, you know? You think you think Will Smith slapping Chris Rock was a big deal? Drew McIntyre cut somebody's head off. That's going to be news. That'll even break. Why minus a thousand? That's right. Yeah, yeah, it was it, actually yeah. stolen from him at the at the last. Um, I, I believe Happy Corbin has it right now. Happy Corbin has the sword. Plus five hundred so. with a sword. It's value to me. <laughs> I'll take swords for a thousand, Trebek. Um, you know, so, when I think of it, when I think of swords, I just remember when Yukon John Nord was the barbarian back in the nineties, and he brought a sword out and tried to stab the Undertaker, and ended up going through the middle of the ring. Uh, shortly after that, Nord was gone from the WWF. At that point, uh, yeah. Ah, welcome to Throwback the Thursday, Happy everybody. Corbin, he needs he needs a better name. Ha- uh, unhappy Happy Corbin. What yeah. kind of stupid of crap is that? Why don't we just call him Bum? He's got a sword. Of course, he's happy. Michael Dosa is uh, he's looking to. But it's not his sword. Yeah. Why don't we just call him Thief Court? Why don't we just bring back Repo Man? <laughs> God, you these guys. You know a lot about wrestling, Chris. I'm not sure if I knew that much about wrestling. I'd tell everybody that I knew that much about wrestling. That was uh, the '90s. Must have been quite a decade for you, huh? Uh, well, you know, the late '80s through the early '90s were Is that the, the probably at- the best time. Attitude for- era. The Attitude uh-huh. Era. Yeah. No, no, the Attitude Era was the late '90s. This is back before the new generation oh, and everything else. Which could- were uh, 93 to 96 yeah, like 87 to 93 you know what kind of idiot thinks the attitude yeah. here jesus Obviously, we're words, by the way, with the attitude yeah i'm happy you're gonna see steve austin at some point the million dollar man six million dollar man yeah <laughs> gold, ted dibiase you know uh michael don't forget ted dibiase was actually well known in back in the mid-atlantic back in the 80s when everything that they had was blue uh, DiBiase's trunks were blue. The rat, the ring was blue. Hacksaw Jim Duggan was blue. Uh, you who, know. Could, who could forget? There's a lot, but back then you had time to tell stories, and now everything is so condensed because there's a pay per view every four weeks that you know there's no long term continuity, and that's what I miss about professional wrestling. And I'm going to sound like the, the living legend Larry Zabisco here and tell you. That you know, back in the day when Dusty Rhodes was booking in Florida or down there in the South, um, you know, if you couldn't book something six months out and figure out how the storyline was going to end, you didn't book it at all. Now you see these guys booking themselves in corners every other week because, you know, you have, like uh, David said, you have guys that were a face last month, they're a heel now. It's like, make up your damn mind. That was the whole problem with attitude. How many times did you see the big show flip? Uh, when he was in WCW, it seemed like he flipped every month. This is like it, it gets ridiculous. Chris is like the Dennis Miller of wrestling. <laughs> just one fucking sub reference that I don't get after another, and he just he just fucking layers it on right there. Uh, I I lost you, hacksaw Jim Duggan. I'm not gonna lie, um, Dave. I know you're a big wrestling fan. Have you been a wrestling fan long enough to know what the fuck Chris is talking about? Most of it, I, I don't remember a whole. By lot. By the way, Michael Dose remembers uh, re- remembers Diviasi and Irwin R. Scheister. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, Irwin R. Scheister, you know, Mike. Portanto I don't believe that's a name you could was... get away with today. By the way, no, no, probably not. <laughs> um, and he's Michael's looking forward to Ronda and Charlotte as well. Go ahead, Dave. Do you uh, are you are you tuned in here? And then we're going to talk about these matches. 
Well, yeah. I mean, I, I remember a lot of the earlier wrestling. Um, you know, I, I followed it not as religiously as I do now, but, um, you know, I, I, I know a lot of the names that he was spouting out, so. Okay, all right. But that's the good part about P- about it being on Peacock is you can go back and watch all that stuff. You can watch the Mid Atlantic. You can watch, uh, you know, Mid South. Hogan body slammed Andre the Giant. I have thought about going back and watching some of the wrestling. I mean, you can watch you can watch the old Saturday Night's Main Events where Hogan beat Paul Orndorff in a cage and Jesse Ventura spouted off the classic line: "Orndorff would be champion right now if he was bold." Classic. Because Hogan pulled it by the hair back over the cage. Nice. Uh, you can watch all that stuff, and that's the great part about it. Like uh, J.C. Stone said, he's talking. I think he's talking about the one-man gang over there. You know, who then they comically turned into Akeem from deepest darkest Africa because a 450-pound white guy trying to dance in a daishiki was apparently a good storyline for Vince in the late 80s. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay, so let's get rolling. We could we could sit around and. Steen has no idea what I'm talking about. I know those names at least. Um, <laughs> I'm 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 more tuned in than I was last time. Scott, wait, when did they when did they lose you? Oh, uh, they lost me when they started. Okay, very good. <laughs> I was hanging, I was hanging uh, in there. But, Irwin, but to go back to Irwin Arshester and Michael's point, you know, he was Mike Rotundo, part of the U.S. Express with Barry Windham. Uh, they were at WrestleMania one, lost to uh, Volkov and the Iron Sheik. When here's a name for you, Scott: Classy Freddy Blassie. We like to call people pencil neck geeks. Yeah, sure. Iron uh, Sheik was the camel clutch guy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. See, I got look something. At, look at I you. Got right. Look at me. The camel clutch. If you clutch. follow him on Twitter, he'll talk about you know, fuck you and fuck this and fuck that and you know. Okay. Everything else, everything that with the Irish Sheik is, you know, go fuck yourself. Dave, tell us who's going to win this match. Drew McIntyre and Happy Corbin, as Scott alluded to, the odds are prohibitive backing Drew Drew McIntyre at minus a thousand. Is there any uh, any uh, any value at all on uh, on Happy and a Hat here? Well, I was wrong at um the last pay per view. I thought thought. Um, Corbin was going to lose I, because the odds were against him as far as, um, you know, both Corbin and um, Madcap Moss, you know, being able to be in the in the match at the same time. And but Corbin won. So this time, I think I think I think Corbin's going to lose. I think Corbin's going to lose. I just um, okay. I did. I just have a that feeling that you know he's going to. Gonna lose, he's yeah. gonna lose that sword, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he might. No, I don't gonna know. Gonna give him he his might, sword back. He might lose the sword. <laughs> I found out too that this sword isn't really his. Actually, it's Vince McMahon's. So, oh, of course, oh, no, that's semantics. Doesn't matter. It all does. The sword have a name? <laughs> Angela. It's named Excalibur. after his dead mother. Excalibur. It's not Excalibur. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe ex- ex-wife, but uh, Chris. Any any uh, interest in getting happy at plus five hundred? No, I mean I couldn't stand him when he was Baron Corbin. I don't like him. I like him even less now. Maybe he'll go back to being sad Corbin after this match when you know, like you said, Drew McIntyre takes the sword back. Then Scott won't be able to say that he's happy because he's got a sword, uh, or maybe he'll be depressed Corbin. You know, or yeah. you know, emo Corbin. If you're happy, you know, and you know it, lose your sword. 
depressed Corbin. The whole emo gimmick worked for Raven and and ECW. uh, You know, why not now? Sure, absolutely. I don't trust Corbin at all. I'm going McIntyre. Okay. I know what I'm going to fucking ask you. I'm just saying, I'm going McIntyre. If you want to go for a long shot, I think there are better options on the card, but I think McIntyre rolls here, takes the sword back, and makes a whole thing out of it. All right, Scott, I'm going to let you show off the research that you did because the next match is actually one that's fairly, in fact, it is. It's it's uh, minus 120 on each side. Of course, that's a, a tag team match between the Mysterio boys, Dominic and Ray. Does Dominic also wear a, a, a Luchadori mask? No, he doesn't. He does does not? No, he doesn't. Okay. Uh, Against Logan Paul and awesome, The Miz. The Miz. That was the extent of Steve's research. He learned what Miz's catchphrase was. Hey, hey, hey now. I I know these guys. I know, like, The Miz and some of the guys from, like, five, six years ago. I'm just, I just haven't kept up on, it's, it's like watching a serial, though. If you miss days of your, days of our lives for five years... You tune it on, you, about two days, you'll be caught up completely. That's the way I feel about wrestling. So, um, normally, Scott, oh, no, 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 this is Scott. Scott, go ahead. Who you got here? For me, I'm not a fan of the Paul brothers, but I'm actually going with Logan Paul and The Miz. Just for confirmation, by the way, The Miz lost to Rey Mysterio in the Saudi Arabia card. Correct? Oh, uh, yeah. Gentlemen, anybody? <laughs> yeah, no, no, nobody likes it seems The Miz. Like- it seems pretty interesting that they just fought each other about a month and change ago, and now they're having a rematch with a tag team in it. And Logan Paul, we know that uh, WWE will bring in celebrities. Kind of mixed results. It's not a guaranteed win when a celebrity shows up. But I do find the booking a little bit surprising because Mysterio kind of settled the beef already because he won, and now they're running it back. So I'm actually going to go with The Miz and Logan Paul because I feel like it's kind of set up for The Miz to tie it up in one apiece. All right, Dave. What do you got here? Um, I'm actually I agree. Um, and a lot of times, actually, you will see the celebrities um, pull out the victory when they play or you know make an appearance in WrestleMania um, last year. And I wish he was in it this year, but Bad Bunny he just stole the show. Um, and you know he he won his tag team match with uh, Damian Priest. And uh, that was over the Miz and Morrison. So, but this year, I think the Miz is is going to get revenge for well, not revenge against the Mysterios, but revenge for losing last year WrestleMania. And um, I'm also possibly expecting to see either it's this pay per view or coming soon. But I'm I'm I'm, ex- I'm expecting to see the Mysterios sort of one of them's going to turn on the other. So. I see that one coming. Is that is that brothers or father? It's father son, right? Father son, yeah. That's what I thought. And that okay. would set up a match for them probably at SummerSlam or something. Okay. All right. Very good. And Chris, what do you think here? Well, I was going to say the same David's or that David said. I'm waiting for Dominic Mysterio to turn. I mean, we've seen him have heel flashes before, and like Scott pointed out, celebrities tend to win at WrestleMania. You remember. Well, you probably don't because Rachel was negative whatever at that point. At WrestleMania 1, you had Mr. T team up with Hogan to beat Paul Orndorff and Roddy Piper uh, in a match. And then at WrestleMania 11, when Rachel was probably still negative years old, 
uh, you had Lawrence Taylor beat Bam Bam Bigelow. It was the main event of what was probably one of the most panned uh, WrestleManias of all time. But in this case, I think the same thing's going to happen. You're going to see Logan Paul and The Miz come up with a win. Uh, whether it brings more eyeballs to the thing or if this is a one-off, like we saw with Floyd Mayweather and The Big Show, remains to be seen. But eventually you're going to see the Mysterios have that falling out. And this might be the start of it if we don't get a full-blown turn here at all. All right. Very good. Uh, knowing almost nothing about uh, this one, I'm going to have to go with the celebrity. I think in most cases, they, they these guys don't show up to lose. I think that's just the uh, the theory I'm going to operate under. How about the uh, little uh, raw tag team? <laughs> no, the wrestling kind. Uh, it's RK Bro versus the Street Profits taking on Alpha Academy. RK Bro, they're the champions. They are minus 150. Street Profits plus 150. I'm going to take a little spin on the Alpha Academy. Hey, who could blame you at plus 400? So, uh, there we at. Dave, I'm what do you got? I'm, I was going to say, I'm, I'm just biased quickly because I like Randy Orton. That's all I have to add to this conversation. All right, fair enough, fair enough. There you go. Yeah, I, I think RK Bro is going to retain. Um, the Street Profits are another um, possible heel turn coming soon. Um, but I don't think that they're ready to, to you know, take the titles away from RK Bro who just recently won it again. So um, I'm, I'm looking at RK bro retaining. I can't see the alpha Academy getting it back at all. So that definitely wouldn't take a shot with them. Okay. Um, but if, if anyone has the chance, it is the street profits to upset them. But I, I just think that RK bro is going to continue to hold the title. Chris, you on RK bro here as well. Um, no, I'm actually going to lean towards the street profits. I, you know, the great thing about Randy Orton is you can't trust him for very long, and it's only going to be a matter of time before he turns on Matt Riddle, who looks like he weighs about 58 pounds soaking wet. Um, the street profits are a talented team. I like Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford. I just think that this is a chance for them to make an impact and make a name for themselves, much like we saw. Uh, Orton and Riddle do last year. I think it's a chance for them to put themselves back on the map a bit because they've kind of fallen back off the radar because of this whole thing with Orton and Riddle. I think it's a good chance for them to make a name for themselves. Well, I'm I'm with Dave there on the heel turn. I think with that on the horizon, I'm going to tend to lean to RK, bro. I'm not sure I want to lay 150. That seems pretty uh, pretty pricey in a th- in a three way match, but I. Yeah, I'm 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 with Dave in this one. I'll hold my nose and lay the lay the uh, wood there. How about a little uh, Scott? You got oh you like to Orton there? I'm I'm just biased solely based on the fact that I like Orton, and of course as champions they've done pretty well so far. How about uh, how about a little Raw Women's? Uh, by the way, that's the way I like mine. Uh, championship match winner. <laughs> it's uh, one of those situations where the uh, champion, uh, Becky Lynch, is a pretty massive underdog here. Plus 300, Bianca Belair. Minus 500. Chris, what the hell's going on here with these chicks? Well, I think everybody wants to see Bianca Belair avenge the loss she took at, what was it, SummerSlam when she lost in 27 yeah. seconds or something like that. It was embarrassing. Um, well, that's... See, this is another thing you probably don't know, Rachel. 
because it, this came up in 1988. They had a match like that with uh, my father-in-law's favorite wrestler, the Honky Tonk Man, the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion of all time. David, you remember this, I'm sure, when he fought, he was supposed to fight Brutus Beefcake, who got his head carved up with spurs from outlaw Ron Bass. Uh, <laughs> so the Honky Tonk Man wisely you know, got a microphone and said, I don't care who I fight, just send somebody out here. And he got his ass kicked in 30 seconds by a guy known as the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, these things do happen, unfortunately. Uh, I'm actually going to lean towards Becky Lynch. I just think that, you know, she's being undervalued here. And, you know, there's been such a... Maybe if she smiled more. They're going to try to bleed this out a little bit longer. But I just think Lynch is the better wrestler at this point in time. Good. All right. Becky Lynch taking the underdog there and the champion. Dave, are you on the uh, Becky Lynch Express? Uh, no, actually, I'm going with um, Bianca, and it's not a, a favoritism thing because I really don't like Becky Lynch right now. But um, I, I, I just think Bianca's on a roll. She has revenge in her mind from – SummerSlam, and I mean, you know, anytime you get beat in 26 seconds, you kind of want to come out and. I usually get save a that for revenge. my. Ba- I usually save that for my <laughs> basketball games, where I've got the under, yeah. and I'm usually beaten 26 seconds. You know, I, I do know this, and uh, uh, if somebody loses the first one and then they win the second one, that sets up uh, what do you call a, a a rematch, and a little a rubber, rubber match, a little yeah. ru- little rubber match of the of the uh, of the series. I think that's a great storyline. Again, at minus 500, not something I really want to get involved with too heavily, but I, I do believe it fits the, the storyline there. So I'm going to fade Chris in this one and uh, yeah, take the favorite. Scott? I'm going to back Chris on this one. I'm going right. to go with Becky Lynch. Okay. At the end of the day, you can make an argument that it's a great setup spot for a potential trilogy fight, but... I do think that there's a good chance that Bianca loses, but it's just significantly more competitive than the first one. And you can make an argument that even though Lynch has been the title holder for a decent amount of time at this point, the WWE really struggles when it comes to shifting the power over to new fight to new wrestlers. It seems like the same people hold the belt for way too long. It wouldn't surprise me if Becky Lynch ends up struggling and it seems like Bianca is going to win and then suddenly Becky Lynch pulls something out and wins. But when it comes to taking long shots, I do think the plus 300 here is significantly more appealing than the plus 300 and 400s in other spots. For value alone, I'll take the really long tenure champion to find a way to win a very close match. I'll take Becky Lynch. And, and Scott brings up a valid point there, too, is that, that they do tend to book people for so long at the top of the food chain. That's been the problem with you know, so many companies over the years is they over they overstay the people because with so much TV now, those guys get saturated and you get burned out on them. Mm-hmm. But they're so afraid to try and push somebody else that uh, then they wonder why their ratings go down. All right, fair enough. That's a, that's all legitimate point. All right, next on the card, we've got the Usos. They're currently the uh, SmackDown Tag Team Champions. They're going up against... Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Usos are the champs, laying minus 220 right here. Uh, plus 155 if you want to take the underdogs. I'm on the Usos right here. Um, I think this is a, this is 
something that has to continue to feed all the other the storylines involved. I don't see the Usos taking the L at WrestleMania. Uh, I'll lay the 220. Uh, Chris? Chris? Yes. Who do you like? I'm actually thinking that this. I'm actually thinking this one's going to end up. Uh, the Usos might retain, but they'll retain by DQ because you know inevitably they'll do something stupid just to keep the belts. Uh, I think eventually they're going to lose them. They just won't lose them here. But I'll take uh, Boogs and Nakamura to win by DQ or something like that. They won't win the titles, but they'll win the match. Interesting. All right. All right. Very good. What's uh, odds on that? A winning match, but DQ. I'm curious if there's a method of victory. I'm just, of course, there's no method of victory prop available, but that's intriguing. There's no, what? There's no, there's no method of victory. No, oh. I would really love the potential loophole bet of they're going to win the match, but not the belts. <laughs> that's a hell of a loophole bet right there. <laughs> it used to happen all. Ask the honky talk man. He'd get counted out all the time, or he'd use his guitar and waffle somebody, so he'd lose the match. But you know, and Gorilla Monsoon would say. He's going home with the loser's end of the purse, which of course wasn't the case. Can, you know, can we play a, the belt. Can we play a husband and wife parlay with uh, Bianca Belair and the Street Profits? Sure, why not? With a uh, with uh, Montez Ford being her husband. We do that. Anybody? Anybody? Book you could. All right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Dave, what do you got here? It's, um, it's, a, it's a parlay. You can do whatever the hell you want. Okay, that's right. Well, you're the parlay. You're the king of parlay. So that's what I'm asking you. Uh, I'm going with um, the Usos. I just I and and I'll get into it a little bit. Well, not into this, but I kind of, given a spoiler away, I'm, I'm kind of expecting Brock to lose or to win over Roman. Mm. So, um, break the string, huh? I can't, see, I can't see both the Usos and Roman losing the belts in the same night. So one of them has got to got to win i can't see both of them can retaining either so bad night if any, for... one, of, if any one of them is going to win it's going to be the usos uh dave predicts a bad night for uh the polynesians so there you go is that can we still say that is that cool you just said it so i honestly well. don't i i'm i'm honestly i'm not being a dick i honestly don't know we'll, we'll fix it in post huh we'll fix it in post we'll yeah. fix it in post yeah. yeah uh spoiler alert you're pretty much seeing post right here uh, <laughs> believe it or not, I don't go through and, and edit our, our hour long W. I just let it play, I, you know, because we're all pros, so there's really not much to edit out. Uh, we'll do it live, <laughs> do it, do it live. How about a little Ronda Rousey, uh, Charlotte Flair, Charlotte Flair again, the champion, huge underdog, plus 425. Ronda Rousey, what's her, what's her nickname, Dave? Ronda, who Ronda, though, she have a nickname. She's the baddest the, woman on the planet. That's right. The baddest woman on the planet. Long-ass nickname. That's longer than her actual <laughs> Minus 800. Uh, quick reminder here, guys. we got about 20 minutes to do, uh, I don't know, 17 more matches. So Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go I'm gonna go quick. I think Ronda kills her. Uh, I'm, not getting the, I'm not getting the way of minus 800. Chris? I'm going to go with Rousey. I just think that, you know, there's one person that doesn't need the belt. It's Flair. Is there anyone that doesn't hate Charlotte Flair, by the way, Dave? Uh, not really. I mean, she's she's hated by a lot of people. Okay. And, uh, I, I'm going with Ronda also. All right. Very good. Uh, women's Tag Team Championship. Uh, Naomi. You know what, Dave? Tell me who you like. I'm not going to read them all. Um, this one, 
I know who I'm rooting for, and actually who I'm rooting for is who I expect to win. I, I um, Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. I, I think they've what been I had. pushing. Plus 185, been, by the way. Yeah, yeah, they've been pushing Liv and uh, Rhea. Or they've been pushing Liv for a while, and Rhea, she she just needs a belt. I mean, and I think that they're, they're going to take it. I cannot see Carmella and Zelina retaining. They're having some issues within, you know, each other. Carmella also has a new TV show. So now's a good time to take the belt off her. Okay. So uh, I agree. That's plus 500. You got, you got Liv Morgan at plus 185 also, Scott? I think 185 is a great deal. Okay. Uh, Naomi, Sasha Banks. Chris, are those the, one of those girls, the funk, one of the Funkodactyls? Who's that now? Naomi was, I think. Naomi, yeah. Naomi was a Funkadactyl, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Baszler came over from the UFC with, uh, you know, Rousey and um, Arena Shafir or something like that. I can't remember the exact name. Uh, they were all part of the four horsewomen of UFC or whatever they basically called themselves. But I'm going to agree with David. I'm going to think, I think that uh, Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley are due here. I just, you know, let's face it, the tag team division isn't anything that uh, is overwhelming as far as talent goes. None of these teams have any continuity. Um, Do you guys like the fact that they've they've broken it into two separate things with, with raw and um, um, SmackDown that they have, they have two different. Yeah. I don't like that either. I'm not a big fan of, you know, having everybody there. There's too many belts. They don't have enough, enough people to fill out these belts. It's not like, you know, that's because Vince keeps firing everybody. Well, that's that's true too. But I mean, do you, if you remember, and like I said, you know, not to go back to the halcyon days of of your, but you know, you used to have a lot of good teams and a lot of good individuals chasing down one set of belts. Now you've got like eighty five belts. It's the basically the participation trophy of uh, professional wrestling. You get a belt. It's like watching Oprah. You get a belt. And you get a belt. And Rachel gets a belt. What? Everybody gets a friggin' belt. I mean. What's going to be next? The uh, paper cup belt, the uh, red solo cup belt. By the way, everybody, if you're the even urinal belt. if you're even thinking about getting on Chris King's lawn, don't fucking do it. <laughs> he will kick you right off. Get off his lawn. I'm just telling you in advance. Um, okay, that's right. Very good. So we're kind of a we're kind of a clean we're, we're kind of a clean sweep there, right? Everybody, everybody here likes uh, Liv and Rhea. Uh, Michael says that uh, Liv should be on TV more. Just saying, hey, nobody's going to argue with you there, brother. Um, well, Alexa Bliss needs to be on TV, period. But they, you know, they're not doing anything with her either. All right, Chris, let's play the way back game. Seth Rollins is going up against the uh, mystery opponent. Is he going to come out dressed like Frank Gorshin? Huh? Do you like that? Oh, so he's going to be the Riddler. Huh? There you go. There you go. <laughs> The old that uh, I thought you were gonna go with Caesar Romero. No, he's wearing the screen the 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 skin tight green uh, outfit with the question marks on it. That was... Yeah, the scary thing is that people are saying it could be Shane McMahon, which would be just funny considering you know they got rid of him after the Royal Rumble. I heard Rose um, being the favorite to be. You the heard it from guy. me. Shut the fuck up. I yep. mm-hmm. I said I heard. <laughs> it. I didn't say from where. Uh, CM Punk would be great. Oh, that would be cool. I agree. Uh, Dave, who you got here? Um, my my the one that I've heard is Cody Rhodes. There you go, yeah. there you go. That's what I just said. Yep. Shut up. <laughs> I hate you so much. 
Uh, I, I got to spend an extra five hours with this fucker this week. God damn. Okay. Anyway, um, I yeah, uh, I've heard. I, that's also that's really also what I've read in my in my intensive ninety minutes of research that I did. That was the name that I kept seeing pop up. So. I know he. I, I like. He left, I like your idea better. I like Michael's idea better, but it's probably going to be Cody Rhodes. Love to see yeah. CM Punk, but he's yeah. Pretty but much... will he be Cody Rhodes or will he be Stardust? He's going to be Cody Rhodes, dude. Can we just acknowledge that Stardust? The, <laughs> can we acknowledge the mystery opponent's minus four fifty? So I feel obligated to assume he's, he's going to win. <laughs> I think you have to. They didn't even say who it was. It's minus four fifty. They fucking, what the hell is this? They hate Seth Rollins. They just, of course, they they really do. I'm just. I'm gonna take the mystery of you know, A few years Let's ago, at least get it up. right if we're gonna announce the guy. All right, guys. I'm gonna. Ago, I'm gonna break it here first. The mystery appointment is me. I'll. I have to. I'm, I'll be leaving right after I the knew show. It. Then I'm picking you at minus four. Yeah. Good call, so, Dave. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry to really interrupt you for that terrible joke. That's okay. A few years ago, WWE had a a group called the Fashion Police, and I always think of them every time Seth Rollins comes out the way he's dressed. <laughs> Would, at, do you just walk around with your hair wet like that all the time? Uh, like him and him and Roman Reigns both have the the whole wet hair thing. I don't I don't yeah, I don't I don't, I don't get that. I don't I don't get it at all. Well, so they did like they're, 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 they're in their contract for head in a sink before they come out. I think that's right. They, it's like a uh, it's like the 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 communion bowl as you walk in. Or the not the <laughs> what am I talking? About? You know what's the, what's the thing? Anybody Catholic here, Scott? Yeah, Stop. Well, I kid. The I communion kid. is the no, yeah, no, it's not the communion bowl. It's baptism. You, it's the holy water bowl. It's where they do the baptism. But yeah, it's the holy water bowl. Man, I went a long way for this joke to just fucking fall in his face. No, it's a bad joke. That's so. That's what he used. Right. Yeah, it's just ah, oh, man. That was a long, dusty road that just it was just a, de- a dead end there. So anyway, let's keep it moving. As the guy that's telling us how much time we got left. Okay. Sheamus and Ridge Holland against not the old day, but the new day. This could be kind of interesting. Uh, Sheamus and Ridge minus 200 to the new day plus 150. Guys, I think it's time for an underdog here. I've got the, I've got the new, I've got the new day right here. I think, uh, I I think uh, that this is my underdog pick of the night. What do you guys think? I don't hate it. Man, that does like not it. fill me with the confidence like of it. either one of the other ones. To pack I, I, I was going to take the New Day anyway. There's still a lot of animosity after, you know, even though it was an accident that was Big E breaking his neck legitimately on Easy a Rich e. Holland suplex. Yeah. Um, I think that the, the New Day will uh, avenge it. You know, Sheamus tends to disappoint at WrestleMania. I think I think they I think they win I think they win one for e, for for Big E. I keep wanting to call him Easy E. I think it should be. I think it should be a pick'em. So the fact that you're getting plus money, I think, is definitely a value. Yeah, I'm looking at it from a value standpoint. I I agree. I think that's just a little too uh, good of a price. David, uh, stop by and uh, tell us why we're all idiots. No, I uh, I agree. I oh, I, I like the revenge factor. Also, you know, I mean, Biggie broke his neck, so you know, I, I can I can't see the New Day losing this one because you know. Okay. You no, know, it's very good. Really. Poor, poor salt in the wound. All right. Yeah. Well, that almost takes us to the end of day one. <laughs> Do you want to just jump around to day two at this point? <laughs> jump, jump yeah, around. Like Tony Schiavone on Nitro, be like, we're out of time. I mean, like, do we really need to talk about the Steve Austin one? I think we should. Uh, who, do, who, do, who do you, uh, who you got there, guys? Real quick. I think Austin's going to do it first. Thank you. Uh, minus eight hundred. All right. Yeah, I do too. All right. Very good. Chris, and that is the main event of night one, actually. All right. 
Very good. Yeah, I mean, do, do we really think that Austin's going to show up and, you know, have get beat up or anything like that? I mean, no, he's going to have one beers, be two beers, three beers. Yeah, he's going to, he'll take care of business. <laughs> he's 100. He's 100. So, maybe uh, he'll do the uh, Whataburger routine again. Here's the one. Here, back to what here's the one I, I really want to get your opinion on. I know we don't have a ton of time to spend on it. Uh, it's Osmos and Bobby Lashley. Uh, Bobby Lashley plus one thirty. Am I am I crazy to like the dog here? I do. I don't think so. Okay, Dave. I, I mean, it's a, I it seems a little so. trappy because Lashley's the champion. He's had a belt for a while, but I mean, he's had the belt for a reason. It's because he's pretty good. He's so yeah, he's I'm gonna not go with Lashley the champ anymore. I'm not sure. Uh, no, oh, he's not the champ anymore. No, Sorry, he, he, no he, he lost, he lost he the belt because paper. he was injured. My bad. Um, during um, a fucking idiots we have on this show. Paper. Jesus. My bad. I didn't, way, even, know, I like I didn't even know he won the belt. So congratulations I'll take, I'll to Bobby. Yeah, he had a legitimate injury, and that's why uh, that's why Lesnar ended up winning the belt. Yeah, so he had a legitimate injury. Now he's healthy again. It's a good spot for him to do well at WrestleMania. Blast from the past. AJ Styles against Edge uh, doing double duty, playing guitar for you too, of course. Um, Chris, who do you like? I like Edge. I mean, okay, thank you. <laughs> Go the ahead. Great part about AJ Styles is you know he's the phenomenal Alan Jones is his real name, and you know he hasn't been all that phenomenal lately. I'm going to go with Edge. You know he's been a good comeback story after that neck surgery and everything else that had forced him to retire before. Dave, I'm going. I'm going with Edge too. All right, Dave. Yeah, I'm going with Edge also. Edge. His new attitude, his heel attitude, it makes him more dangerous. Pl- I, I, I like Edge. A little plus one fifty. Celebrity Pat McAfee. Is he going to lose at minus one eighty to Austin Theory? No, he is not. I like Pat McAfee in that spot. I'm going to pick him to win. Yep. You know he, he's yeah. fun. All right. Well, Very good. I, I love. I love. Friday Night Smackdown because of Pat McAfee because he's just he is just so much fun. His signature move better be like a field goal kick or something. Like, can he fake punt the guy in the head? Like, can you do that as a signature move? My dream match would be him versus um um Corey Graves, and the winner gets to go to Monday Night Raw because I'd rather have three three hours of McAfee than three hours of Graves. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm going Mac. I'm assuming the the crowd's going to be all over McAfee, so I'm I'm assuming he's going to win. You would think so. Um, Johnny Knoxville, by the way, who has more pain when they wake up in the morning, Pat McAfee or Johnny Knoxville? Uh, Steve-O. Chris, what do you yeah. think? Who, who's, in, who's in worse shape? Pat McAfee? Brian Knoxville. Yeah, I, yeah. Would, I would think so. Pat McAfee. I'm still going anything, off the board. I'm going Steve-O. Yes. Yeah, it's an anything goes match, so that means that they're going to bring out a lot of pain. Oh, he's bringing up the staple gun. Yeah, cool. it's going to be some, it's going to be some crazy shit. Johnny Knoxville, I think he prevails here too. He's minus, minus 300 against Sami Zayn. I, I like him to win too. So you just uh, say crazy shit. So he has a massive home court advantage. You're gonna shoot bottle rockets out of his ass after he after he beats him. He's gonna just. I'll shoot break out the rockets. fireworks and shoot it at the opponent. I'm gonna go with Knoxville. All right. So we've left our little. We've left ourselves a little bit of time to talk about the main event. Um, I guess this is the, really the main event of the of the entire weekend. It happens to be the main event on Saturday night. Excuse me, Sunday night, and it's going to be the champion Roman Reigns against the. Uh, uh, champion Brock Lesnar. Now, somebody want to break down who's the champion of what and what's going to happen? Uh, Chris, we'll start with you. Well, I mean, Les- or Lesnar's the Raw champion right now. I guess it's the Universal Belt because that God knows we have to have different names for the belts. Okay, Grandpa. Uh, Reigns has been the SmackDown for what since 1972 or something like that at this point. Which is strange considering the way that they tend to hot shot belts around. Um, 
as much as everybody likes Roman Reigns and the way he's done things, I just think that, you know, this could be a chance where Lesnar, you know, since he's back in the fold for the time being, to come up with an upset. Uh, maybe there'll be interference or something like that. Of course, Paul Heyman, you never know what he's going to do from time to time. Who does he support uh, I'm gonna leave. I thought he said, didn't he have a falling out with both parties? Yeah, well, he, well he, that's the great part about being a heel is you can just flip-flop and do whatever that's the hell the you want. I, I don't know whose side Heyman is even on at this point. He's with Roman right now. but He is, technically? Okay. But, but yeah, I, te- technically. I, I, I wouldn't you have... be surprised if he flipped on this one. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't surprise me in the least either. I mean, it, it, the the best part about, about storylines is the best ones are usually the old ones that they've already used. And they did this in the 90s when Savage fought the warrior, or Ultimate Warrior for the belt and Flair supposedly came out and was going to do uh, sell his services to the whoever, him and Mr. Perfect. And then the match ended up as a count, and a count out and then uh, Flair ended up taking the belt from Savage like a week later. Um, I just think Lesnar is going to win here. I think that you're going to see uh, Heyman turn on Lesnar. And especially if the Usos retain the belts, like David said, you're not going to see them both retain, and you won't see them both lose their titles. David, so, very good. Go ahead, Chris. Sorry. No, I was, I was say so. I think that's what's going to be what, what we see happen. All right, very good, David. August thirtieth, two thousand and twenty. What happened on that day? Roman won the belt. That's exactly right. So now it's over eight hundred days, and you think it's over, don't you? No, six hundred days. Hmm. It's 600 days. Uh, He's, he just passed 600. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, um, gee, a, idiots. Look a, at these people. Can't I, even read a calendar. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't even doing that. I was looking at, uh, I was looking at somebody said that it had just gone past the 800 day mark, but I think that's another streak. Oh, without being, without being pinned. I should have read further. It's without being pinned. So anyway. It's been a long time. Whatever. Thanks. Thanks. So is it over? Uh, is it over Sunday night, buddy? I do. I believe so. Um, I just Brock is just he's he's on a warpath. He's been you know in the last couple of weeks he's destroyed like three vehicles. Um, what? And, <laughs> That's random. Well, he has. He, he I know. Fork, I know. Forklift through one. He, he he's. Ooh, I like. I like. Now Michael Dose would be a good writer. He said, Michael Dose says maybe the Undertaker does something to Lesnar since he beat him at WrestleMania. Now that's a that's a be a fucking story right there. Any yeah, chance? Any by the way, any any chance the mystery wrestler is the Undertaker? No. Okay. No. Go ahead, in Dave. Fact, Sorry. The Undertaker's being in, inducted, and it'll be he's going to be inducted in the Hall of Fame, and uh, Vince McMahon, I think, is going to be the one to induct him. So he'll have a flare moment. He'll have a retirement speech. Yeah, not him. like inducting him with a bunch of scrubs because. Who wants to see uh, Charmel in the WWE Hall of Fame? That's even worse than Kobo Beware. <laughs> All right. So, Dave. But get... Yeah, I, I do expect Brock to win this one. And, I think and, he's, he's on a roll. Why? Just I mean, other than the destroyed vehicles, how come? Uh, it's it's time. It's time for um, Roman to lose the belt. He's had it for such a long time. He's already passed everybody except, I believe, four people. Um, he, you know, um, which includes Bob Backlund, who is one of and my... You, and you know he's never going to get the San Martino-like levels. No, he's not going to get to that level. I mean, he keeps saying he's <laughs> in God not. mood. Well, someone's going to shut him up, and that's going to be Brock. Okay. All right, very good. Plus, I think he's better He's better in a chase position than he is holding the belt. 
Yeah. I also got to say, I like Brock as a as a baby face because, I don't know, he just seems to be a little bit more fun. Just to ask, has Roman Reigns ever actually beaten Lesnar at anything? I feel like he's 0-90. Has he ever beaten Lesnar? Uh, beer pong once. I was going to say, I, I don't think he's actually won a match against Lesnar before. I think he's. I think Reigns is going to win. I'm going to disagree. I feel like it's the spot where they've they've been building him up for so damn long that it's finally time for him to beat Lesnar. I get that Lesnar, you know, is one of the main guys too. I get it. But I don't know how you're supposed to build this guy up to be the new unbeatable wrestler for this long just to have him lose to Lesnar again. It seems like a massive waste of time if that's what happens. I'm going to give it to Reigns. I think he finally gets it done. By the way, for our for our wagering friends, Roman Reigns is minus 350, Brock Lesnar plus 225. So, yeah. There you here's, go. A, here's another thought. Can you see Raw not having a champion? Because if Reigns wins, Raw is the bigger show. Well, is... No. Right. Is Lesnar a full time guy again, or is he yeah, still kind of part time? Okay, because okay. that was that was always the great deal when they'd sign these, you know, four million dollar contracts and they'd have to appear six times or something throughout the right. year. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I was like Rodman back in the nineties. He appeared like three times, got paid two billion dollars in WCW. And you mean during times the, he was... you mean during the NBA finals when he had folks? Folks, yeah, yeah uh, he ain't got knowledge, but he's got jokes. Against, against Carmel Owen and Diamond Dallas yeah. Page. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go, well, guys. There was one match when he came. Right, all he did was sit on the ropes, lean on the ropes with his sunglasses on, like he was sleeping. Scott, who do you got? I'm I'm going with Reigns. I know Chris and David mm. both like uh, both know, like Lesnar. Who do you got? You know, as much as I respect your knowledge in all things sports, Scott, uh, in this one, I think I got to tip my hat to the guys that know what they're doing. Plus, plus two twenty five. Yeah, I know. Come on, come on. There's I just, the, I, I there's just think the it's value. Time to finally, exercise the demons. In my when has Lesnar ever been a dog like that? Yeah, I, I agree. I think, it's, I think he's a dog for a reason. That's my point. Well, I mean, he is. You're exactly right. When has he ever been a dog like this? That's kind of my point. <laughs> That's how they get you. All right, one final thought. Who's going to be watching? Scott, you going to be watching? Absolutely not. All right, Chris? I'll probably catch part of it. I don't know if I'll catch the whole show over two days. I mean, okay. That's why it's not streaming. You can watch it whatever you want. Yep. Dave? I'll be watching definitely, and in fact, I'll start it at um, noon on Saturday because NXT is having their pay per view stand and deliver at that point. Of course, he's watching. He's got Pacock. He's got the whole thing for ten <laughs> bucks. There you go. All right. And I also have to say that I believe that the reason why you won't see as many great matches on Saturday is because of the final four. Yeah, I agree. Um, Mike, Mike, Michael Doe says uh, thanks, gents. Great card. show. Chris, you're amazing too. <laughs> I, I think that's a compliment, but uh, uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. You you guys, your knowledge. Chris, you ever smoke pot? This took Say a again. Time. You ever you ever get high? You ever smoke weed? I still can't hear you breaking up on. My no, head. okay, Dave, you ever smoke pot? No. All right, see the memory on these two. The fucking the memory on these. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Chris has lived, lived a pretty clean life. It's the memory, the shit that they just, it's, there you go. Or you could, uh, you know, uh, have a, had a little more fun in your youth, perhaps, and you end up like me going, I'm sorry, there's wrestling? Is it this weekend? So anyway, you guys have been fantastic. Thanks very much for stopping by. Thanks for watching the show. It'll be fun. I'll be checking out a little bit of it. I probably won't be uh, 
quite as intent as Dave, but uh, I, will, I will definitely be uh, texting with Dave and talking to him during the match. You guys have a, a great day. As always, thanks to all my guests here today, Chris, Scott, of course, and uh, Dave the Dominator, all with a, a hell of a lot of wrestling knowledge. So, all right, you guys uh, have fun watching wrestling. Good luck on all your plays this weekend. Don't forget to stop by and check out Scott and I. Tomorrow, we're going to have Allie Burns on the show. Friday, uh, that is, depending on when you listen to this. So uh, this is Thursday when we're recording. If it hasn't been Friday, 3 o'clock Eastern yet, check us out as we do each and every day, Monday through Friday. Scott and I will do our very best to help you in your journey to head back to the window. Take care, everybody. We'll see you then.